Welcome to the end of the day podcast, episode 30, where you are and where you want to be. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you? Are you enjoying 2021 so far? I can't believe it is January 6th, which is the day I'm recording this. I feel like there was this big lead up to January 1st, and now here we are a week into January already. (laughs) One of the things that I find fascinating is that after all the mental energy I spent on my habit tracker last year, (laughs) I have actually started leaning towards bringing it back out and using it again for certain areas of my life this year, at least in the present moment. So if you were listening to the podcast, uh, the earlier podcast episodes, if you followed me on Instagram early in last year in 2020, you'll have heard a lot of talk from me about my habit tracker. And I won't go into great detail about the habit tracker. But one of the things that I do recognize that it did for me last year or allowed me to do last year was to really give me a way like a visual motivation every day or close to every day to get things done in very small steps. And so because of that, when I was sticking to my habit tracker, my house was very peaceful, like environmentally wise. Laundry got done very regularly. (laughs) Things were cleaned. Dishes were kept up. Um, little maintenance house cleaning things were done on the regular. My refrigerator shelves got washed. The tops of the refrigerator got dusted. Tops of cabinets got dusted. Window sills and baseboards got dusted just by spending a few minutes each day. It's like every day I said, did I do something to bless the house today? And I would, after I did it, I would go ahead and mark an X on my habit tracker. After a while, the accumulation of Xs helps your brain's reward center feel like, you know what, we're doing a good job and you want to keep the Xs going. Now, I think what happened last year, well, I know what happened last year was that as I started making um, progress with small steps in different areas of my life, like in my home, in my fitness, um, in my business, etc., I started adding more and more things to the habit tracker. And I just, it, I made it completely overwhelming and very time consuming. And I ultimately put the kibosh on the habit tracker, but it was not because of the habit tracker. It was because of what I was making the habit tracker mean and my thoughts around it. So this time I am literally just using this I don't think I'm even going to call it a habit tracker. It's just going to be, I don't know, a self-care tracker (laughs) or just a, a place to just have a daily reminder of, yes, five minutes a day around the house makes a huge difference. It compounds over time and you don't have this thing where now you have to clean the whole house. You literally just have to keep doing your maintenance. And that's how it ended up last year for me. And I loved that feeling. And so (laughs) I am going to work my way back to that peaceful feeling 
um, by just doing things small steps at a time. And I know the habit tracker was a good way to do it for this area of my life. So I'm excited to kind of start doing that again. I've already started doing some of it, already seen a difference. So it's really motivating. But I know not to make it unwieldy and not to add everything under the sun. Literally last last year, I think my habit tracker, I ran out of spaces. And so I started breaking these um, boxes in half to add like two things to track. And it was just crazy. <laughs> so that is where I'm not going this year. This year, I am making it simple. Simplicity is one of my words for the year, for sure. Okay, on to today's topic. I'm really excited to share this one with you. One of the things that I've noticed when speaking with clients who are trying to start new things or achieve new goals or finally stick to something, they get very discouraged about the idea that it could take a a length of time, an unknown period of time, to actually reach their goals, to actually achieve what they want. So for example, if it's like them starting a business, it might be um, they are uncomfortable with the uncertainty of how long it will take for them to produce revenue, right? Or if it's a weight loss situation, clients are uncomfortable with not knowing exactly what steps to take to lose X number of weight by a specific date, right? And so we talk a lot then about, well, No, if you're focused on the goal or the end result, you miss the whole process of becoming. You miss the process of all the growth work that you have to do to actually achieve the result, right? All the mind drama that you're going to have that you work through or that you might avoid for a while and then work through all part of the process, right? That's why we always say like life is a journey, not a destination, right? Okay. So Most of us, like, we hear that and we're like, yeah, 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 we get it, right? Some of us are like, oh my gosh, that's so liberating. You mean I don't have to have everything perfect and doesn't have to all be spelled out and solved right now? Like, it's going to be a whole lifelong process. It kind of helps them, like, ease their foot off the pedal so that they can actually experience life and experience the growth process as part of the joy of life instead of, like, um, going from one achievement to another and like they're in a hurry, right? But some people, when they hear about a journey and how we're, you know, life is a journey, sometimes they get overwhelmed and it makes them feel a little bit more hopeless. It doesn't feel as liberating as it does to some other people. And I think what that, one of the reasons why is because if it's a journey and people are already in time scarcity, like they feel like they're already behind, they feel like they waited too long, etc. And they feel like maybe they're never going to achieve what they want. To feel like life is this um, infinite journey, like if you have a um, a line segment and it has the arrow at the end, right, going towards in- infinity, that seems kind of, not hopeless, but it definitely doesn't give them the sense of empowerment. And so one of the things that I realized was in those cases, especially where time scarcity is a thing that comes up a lot in coaching sessions, is they're not necessarily ready to hear about the growth work being part of the journey yet. (laughs) 
They just want to start receiving or achieving some measurable results. They want to, I mean, they're so close. They've done the work to believing that what they want is possible, but they're on such a, it's like a, a new footing for them. And they're just trying to get to the next step as opposed to looking at this from a long-term perspective. So one of the things that I thought of, because that definitely used to be me as well a long time ago, now I really do see this growth work as a lifetime work with, of course, goals that we want to achieve, but all the work that we do to be the person to achieve the goal that maybe we've never achieved before, to me, is the most rewarding. But I remember a time when that concept was just way too way too out there. It was way above where I was and it was just too far of a leap for me. So that's one of the reasons why I started doing this one small step and let's just, you know, get to where we want to go, like just by taking, doing something a few minutes every day. That's one of the reasons why the habit tracker was such an important part of my growth last year. But for clients that I notice who are struggling with this concept of journey right now, I realize that what might be more beneficial is if they started looking at their growth as bridging the gap. So anytime you have a goal or you want to achieve something, you have where you are and then where you want to be. And then in between the two is a gap. Now, you can look at that, like if you zoom out, you can look at that gap as just a series of like gaps, you know, for different goals all along your entire life's journey. But if you're someone who's overwhelmed by that idea of, you know, your growth for the entire life, then maybe you want to zoom back in, in this particular case for a specific goal and view it as a gap. So you need to know where you're starting from, and then you need to know where you want to go. And then you view that area in between as the gap. And to get from one to the other is you bridging the gap. In order to bridge the gap, you have to take action and you have to think thoughts that's going to help you get from one side, from where you are, to the other side, where you want to be. And those thoughts, those actions are you literally bridging the gap in between. So one of the things I talked about, I think in episode 25, I shared three brilliant tips or different mindset shifts for how you can really learn to find belief in yourself and your ability to achieve a goal when it's hard to do so. (laughs) And so I had learned three different things from three different people and I shared those tips. It's episode 25. And one of the tips um, that I find the most powerful is this concept of, are you committed to your goal or are you attached to your goal? If you're attached to your goal, it's like you have a goal and you want the goal to give you something, give you like a sense of validation that you're worthy or that um, it's going to give you some monetary compensation, etc. But if you're committed to a goal, it's basically saying, what have you contributed to that goal today? And I love that concept because it makes it very clear cut. When you're like, oh no, I have a goal. Then you're like, okay, but are you attached to it or are you committed to it? 
Are you expecting it to give you something or looking forward to when it gives you something? Or have you decided or have you done something in contribution to the goal today? It's just like a daily reminder of are you just thinking or are you doing something too, right? And the doing can be really working your mindset to to be the type of person who can achieve that goal. That's a part of the doing for me. But this idea of bridging the gap, it's instead of being that line, that geometric symbol where, you know, the line is going off into infinity, there's the arrow, right? Bridging the gap is almost like a line segment. You have a a dot, a point, (laughs) and then you have the line, and then you have another point. Now, that's figurative because we know that growth is not linear. It's not going to be a straight line from here to there, right? We all want it to be, but it's never that way. So just kind of give a little poetic license to this example. But if you have a line segment, a point, you know, an in-between, and then another point, so where you are, where you want to go, and the in-between is the gap, all of your mindset work, all of the actions that you're taking, all of the different things that you try, are you building the bridge or bridging the gap? Or another way to say it, filling in the gap. So when you're spinning in confusion and you're trying, um, you're maybe arguing for your limitations as to why you can't get to point B from point A, or you can't get from where you are to where you want to be, arguing for your limitations and really arguing strongly why, no, really, this doesn't work for me. You ask yourself, are you bridging the gap? Are you filling, are you, are you creating the bridge, you know, in between this two, or are you filling in spaces? Are you filling in the gap, right? Or are you focusing your energy on outside that gap? Now you can focus your energy outside the gap and then bring yourself back into awareness of what you're doing. Like, oh yeah, that doesn't get me anywhere. (laughs) That is not me contributing to my goal. Let me put my focus back on the things that I can control, my thoughts, my feelings, my actions, and um, what I can do to, again, keep bridging the gap between where I am now and where I want to be. I find that to be a really powerful visual if we think that maybe zooming out too far and looking at the big picture is just too overwhelming. Like if we already have a time scarcity feeling and we're working on that, but it's still part of our maybe default thinking, like, oh, it's too late. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm too far behind that kind of thing. It's hard to think about like growth work as a journey because you already feel like you're behind and the journey seems like forever. It's too long for you. Your brain is like, oh my gosh, this journey. I don't know if I can do the journey. But if you then zoom back in and for one goal, look at it from, you know, where you are to where you are going. Obviously, the idea is to have some concrete measurements, right? Like where you want to be, you know, whether it's, for example, in coaching, if you're trying to get a certain number of, of um, if you'd like to create a certain number of clients um, within a certain period of time, um, then that would be maybe your, where you're going, right? And so you could actually make it as literal or as figurative as you want. So if you instead say, okay, where I am is I'm very reactive in nature to everything. And I always assume the worst. And where I want to go is being able to take a pause, take a breath, and being able to calm my nervous system down and being able to 
take a moment to think about what was said and how I would like to respond to it, knowing that that's within my control. So if if that's where I want to be, then bridging the gap would mean that I practice. So if I'm in opportunities where I feel triggered (laughs) or have an immediate reaction to something, maybe based on habit, then bridging the gap would be reminding myself, oh, wait, to get to where I want to go, to bridge this gap or to fill in this gap, I would be practicing the pause right now. Or if you had already had an explosive situation, then you go back when you think about it and say, oh, I see. Yes, next time I'm going to take a deep breath and calm my nervous system down first and then respond. Or I'm going to close my laptop, take a deep breath, think about how I want to respond to an email and then respond, right? And that would be you filling in the gap between where you are and where you want to ultimately be or who you are now and who you ultimately want to become, right? So that's just a different way of thinking about accomplishing your goal, but who you're going to be or who you're becoming along the way in a more finite way as opposed to an infinite way. In the end, If you look at the end of your life and you look back at your life, you have an idea of what you hope you'll think about your life. And so that's another way of looking at, you know, how you want to show up in your business or in your personal life as a parent, as a partner, etc. But if you're struggling with overwhelm by looking at the big picture Try seeing if there are very specific instances where you can zoom in and look at one specific goal and look at it from getting myself from point A to point B or where I'm starting to where I'm going and viewing the in-between as the gap. Then ask yourself, is what you're doing bridging the gap between the two or not? Is it filling in the gap (laughs) between the two? Or not? Or is what you're doing having nothing to do and will in no way contribute to you ultimately getting to where you want to go or becoming who you want to be? So I hope that made sense. I'm going to stop this here so I don't um, give a bunch of other examples. But if you have any additional thoughts on that or, you know, if you'd like to talk about that further, I do offer a free consultation call. I call it a consultation call, but basically it's a free full session coaching call. It's 90 minutes. And what you do is you, we just talk. If there are things that are holding you back in life, if there are certain beliefs that you know that are not serving you, but you just can't seem to shake them. Or if you um, are just really struggling with um, negative self-talk and, and this feeling of worthlessness, you know, I will tell you up front that I'm not a therapist or a psychiatrist or psychologist but I am a coach. And what I do is I focus solely on your thoughts and how they affect your life and your belief in what you're capable of. So it's a 90 minute session. And if that is something that would be interesting to you in 90 minutes, it's a great amount of time to be able to talk things through and maybe get a little bit of insight, some mindset shift that could really help you jumpstart the rest of your life. Okay. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, At the end of the day, we have one life. How do you want to live it? How do you want to show up? Let's think about it. And then let's get to work. Thank you. Have a great week.
Hey, Carrie here. If you're tired of being your own worst critic and letting your thoughts and insecurities and fears run your life, mindset coaching can help. Mindset coaching or learning to manage your mind is the best investment you can make for your present and future happiness. Learn the science behind your fear-based behaviors and how to use this knowledge to move forward instead of staying stuck. Understand how your brain processes thoughts so you can let go of the destructive thought patterns and train your brain to think the thoughts you want instead. Mindset work is not complex, but it does take commitment and daily focus. But once you understand how to manage your mind, you can apply the concepts to any and every aspect of your life. I offer one-on-one weekly mindset coaching to help you think differently so you can start to live differently. If you're ready to learn these tools, just message me on Instagram at Carrie underscore mindset coach or visit my website to book a free consultation this week. My website is CarrieWaterson.com. I'll have all that information in the show notes. Remember, mindset coaching is like having an ally every week to help you manage your mind and reset your thinking so you can do what you want most in life.